What is good, Divine Dolls? Listen, guess who got some sleep last night, y'all? I, your girl, got some sleep. If you can hear it in my voice, I feel so freaking good. Rested, moisturized, just whew, excited to go into the week, okay? But um, I I did a recording yesterday that was talking about, you know, me finding out that Aquarius is a masculine sign. I always thought it was a feminine sign because of the water bearer um, that's usually used um, for the for Aquarius. So I looked at the traits and I did podcast on that. And um, I was recording something yesterday that was asking, well, how is the woman, how is she going to fit in with that energy? How are we going to thrive? Um, and so I remember there was a phrase, I, I right before I took a, a sip of water, um, I was reading from a, a woman that was describing kind of like the rise of the goddess warrior, which actually fits with age of Aquarius, right? So there, it makes sense that the woman um, is going to be more go from passive because age of Pisces is is feminine passive right and Aquarius is active masculine right so you're gonna have the empowered heart and the leading and courage right and um and so there was a part right before I took a sip of water it's so funny like <laughs> but um what I said is, I think that there's a codependent relationship that's going on because um, I think that us women have depended on men to take the action and to um, be at the forefront of leadership and uh, um, being accountable and calling in justice and, um, you know, bringing in joy and peace and harmony, right? We, and it almost made me wonder if what of all of these ages have really been about the woman and age of Pisces, we just sat this one out and we were just passive and we took a back seat to what was going on. Right. And so, um, it talks about how with the planets and the stars, this is our destiny. Like <clears throat> this was written for us to just take courage and take that, take charge. I think that even though I was celebrating, I shared with you in the last podcast that my, all of my, my trinity of signs, they're all feminine. So my, um, Virgo rising, Scorpio sun, Pisces moon, I'm all, um, which is good for me because at least there's synastry and I don't have to feel kind of like this push and pull. But how is someone like myself going to make it in Age of Aquarius where I'm going to be dealing with warrior goddesses? And I think that that's a conversation that we need to have. I actually can see that, like, I want to say phenomena, like happening where you have more women that are stepping into their power. And so if we're having conversations about what femininity looks like, and a lot of us think it's like this soft, like genteel, you know, um, it, it can be passive. Um, but femininity is also create creativity. Um, and that's something that I've really, really enjoyed stepping into, um, and opening that portal for myself inadvertently. Um, and that type of thing. And I think that that's where I'm kind of like more thriving in life. It feels more balanced for me. But um, 
I also talked about how, so I wanted to talk about how there, there is codependency. So men have also depended on us to be the heart space, right? And, and to be the nurturers and to be the ones who bring the harmony, joy, and the peace. And so it's like, <clears throat> um, I really love the article that we read, that we read in the, um, podcast before this one, because she was talking about how there has to be balance between the yin and the yang. That's always happened, right? That's, it's always been like that. And you're always going to have, um, debilitated, um, a debilitated, uh, population where, <clears throat> or a debilitated portion of the population where some of us are imbalanced, right? Where some of us are only in our feminine or only in our masculine, and we haven't fully rounded out the yin and the yang, right? So in Pisces, it was just kind of like, we talk about the patriarchy, but what if, and I'm going to, I'm going to um, talk about what's coming after age of Aquarius and how it relates to women, because what if it's always been about women to some degree, yet yeah, it affects men, but let's look at our roles. So age of Pisces, it was just kind of like, we say that there's a patriarchal system. And so we just collectively let the men take full rule. And, and the women went all the way passive, like, we're not speaking up because when you when you go back to the article and even like me pulling up the yin the yang active and passive the the active part is vocal right it takes action it takes uh charge it it leads um it takes courage right and so we have been just kind of like in the in the shadows and we're still we were still embodying and i think a lot of us had the conversations about like well we want harmony and we want peace and we want equality and we want joy and all this stuff but we weren't really out in the forefront and that's imbalanced in and of itself so what and so um age of pisces is i mean age of aquarius is going to be interesting for the men too because you're gonna you're being asked to go from <clears throat> just being leading and um in in the best way that you know how to now you're being asked to have heart okay you're being asked to use your action to bring in joy peace and and um harmony and those are feminine elements and it's it really 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 funny because you have or the rise of men that are um thinking that embodying the feminine is putting on hair weaves and makeup and it's really sad because that's what they think about feminine energy when we are so much more than that and so those elements like joy peace harmony right um heart space right um you know what? Let me see if I can try to pull that uh, article up again real quick again. And we're going to continue talking about that one. I feel like, um, let me go to my history real quick. Um, the role of the woman during the age of Aquarius. So it's for them, it's like you are being called to take on you you if if you were called before to step into your leadership before and you were struggling with with leadership in the age of Pisces you're really going to struggle with the age of um Aquarius because Aquarius is like 
Where's the masculinity? Where's the action? Where's the courage? And you're going to be held to that same standard. And I think that it's really funny because um, when when you're going to have the raise, rise of these goddess warriors, you know, a lot of the, the um, underlying comments have been like, oh, these women are too masculine. They're too masculine. If, and so they're really calling it out. And sometimes it's so funny when people will say stuff. But it's like, if we're becoming more masculine, then you should be becoming even more masculine, right? Um, There's a verse in the Bible that says like, no, this is not the right article. Let me go back. Um, there's it says like if you were righteous, let him be more righteous, and if you were unrighteous, let him be more unrighteous. Still, if you're if you if we're all balancing out, you're gonna become more. We should become more balanced. But it's like it shouldn't be a problem for you if you are masculine. You should become even more masculine. Like it shouldn't be a problem of um calling women masculine. Now, here's the other thing I wanted to mention too, as I'm looking for the the article. Let me see. Role, oh, here it is. The role of the woman. Was it her pages? <clears throat> Let me find out real quick. No, it's not that one. And it was such a good article. It might still be open. So I looked, I remember I did a podcast that was talking about, well, what is going to be, what is going to be um, what comes after the age of Aquarius and the F, what comes after the age of Aquarius is the age of Capricorn. And I looked up what were the characteristics of the age of, Aqu- of uh, Capricorn. Now I was just going to say something too. I was going to say, none of us are going to be here for age of uh, Capricorn. You know, it's, it happens in the year 3597. But right when I was going to say that, what was so interesting about this article Although you know what, because that's twenty five thousand year twenty, uh, so we're in uh, twenty thirty five. So, uh, I don't know. So, uh, in the article that I read, she was talking about, um, and I read the article last night. I'm looking for it again, but it, it said a lot of us were here twenty six thousand years ago, and that kind of makes sense to me too, because energetically, it's like I feel like, um. Even though I have all feminine, you know, type stuff, um, I feel like I remember when I was younger, I don't know so much about now, but I would say maybe even 10 years ago, which is so interesting because she said that um, with the planetary placements and regulars going into the heart of the lion, um, which is also there's synastry between the lion or the Leo and Aquarius, um, you know, and, and and you want that because you don't want there to be opposition to where people are kind of struggling through stuff. I say that a lot of these planetary placements is really set up in divine love because sometimes we'll have correction levels or course corrections and it can feel rough. But it, and that's why they say, like, you never get put through more than you can handle. It's for you to go through some course corrections before the energy goes direct. But um. It talked about how 26,000 years ago we were here and now we're coming back in age of Aquarius as goddess warriors, right? Um there was a there was a oh 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 I was talking about age of um Capricorn. So I looked at the 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 cuz I wanted to talk about a, a class that I took. I'm <laughs> trying to remember everything. This is insane. Um 
Age of Capricorn, I looked up the traits, and you know what, what traits came to mind when I looked up the traits for Capricorn in terms of Age of Capricorn? It gave me beehive mentality. It gave me beehive mentality, and I it left me shooketh because I was like, oh, this is why I came to my conclusion that Age of Aquarius is for the woman because it's setting us up for the beehive type of society and I and other people would say it too but that was my conclusion and that was why I was kind of saying like okay age of Aquarius is definitely setting us up us women for the beehive uh type of society right and but I uh and so the beehive uh, society, you have the queen bee, you have the collective one bees. Bees are like the number one. Um, they're kind of like, I like, when I think of food, I think of like superfood. So you have like dragon food or. Um, so um, when you think about all the animals, bees really contribute to um, globally, right? With With bees, we have. A lot of us have been talking about how we need to restore the the balance in nature too, right? But they are the ones who, ah, there's a P word, pollinate, pollinate all of the, like, this is the reason we have fruits and, you know, like trees and flowers and all these beautiful things. And they really contribute so much to our ecosystem. So the, the smallest little busy bees, right? And they, it also talks about their, uh, I also talked about how the, the, the reputation with the male. And I said that if the male wants to make it in the age of Capricorn, he's going to have to learn to be of how to get along with, with the majority of the women. Cause they do, you know, toe tag the, the, ma- the males that are useless, right? Because right now, anybody that is not performing or not functioning is um is is we're we're tolerating the energy and it's not good for the energy grid or the ecosystem at all the energetic or the frequency grid people that are not contributing just don't work and that's for male and female which is so interesting because even with with the females I feel like we were for the most part passive and now we're being called to be active we're being called to step into our queen bee energy and that's going to continue into age of capricorn but I feel like um even the men you're being called to like you listen you need to step up your game if you're if you because the the males that make it in that ecosystem you you gotta have some something to contribute like what's good fam because we're not gonna tolerate that energy and a lot of us including myself who are saying like oh i ain't gonna be here age of of capricorn earth is ghetto as fuck yo not doing it not going right but it's kind of give it hey give it twenty six thousand years you're you're gonna get probably bored (laughs) Give it 26,000 years, you've traveled a little bit, you know, astrally, done whatever you need to do, gotten your rest, rested in your femininity, whatever, what have you. And you're ready to come back and just revisit and kind of see like how, you know, snoop around the way that I am here. Sometimes kind of like just snoop around and be like reporting back to Divine Source. Excuse me, I've been like, listen, Divine Source, let me tell you what's happening down here. Um, 
people are not kind, they are not nice, they're not smart, they're not intelligent, blah, 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 or whatever. Or these are the dynamics. This is how they treat people. This is how they treat people from different socioeconomic backgrounds. This is how we relate to each other and re- get re- report for duty and go back and be like, yeah, don't send me back there. All right? Just, I'm good. And Divine Source is like, mm-hmm, send you back Age of Accor- uh, Capricorn. You're going to love it. I'll be like, okay, it's cool. Let me let me get my rest and <laughs> retirement mode and stuff, stuff like that. But so Age of Capricorn is kind of like, um, we're and, and I talked about how I, in my opinion, it's one thing for you to be a, a woman in a beehive. And I think it's one thing like at a certain time, the beehive, it has too many. Again, we're talking about grids and how we interact with each other, too. At some point, it breaks off to where a, a, a bee, a worker bee, like one of the, the feminine, the female bees, will break off into another, um, like honeycomb, I guess is what you call it. And so even though we're going to have that collect, collective working together and all supporting a woman and her, and what she... Because even there's a book that's called The Athena Code, and it talks about how the corporations and the businesses that are going to work the best moving forward um, have this Athena code. Like they show the longevity and success of organizations that are run with women because the way that we run things, it's kind of like a, a womb space where we're nurturing what we want to give birth to, right? And so, but the 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 woman will be either uh, able to... Uh, whew, will be either able to... Um, contribute to a, a woman that's in power or she's going to have to break off into her own honeycomb and take her own people with her and she will have her worker males in there too that have to understand like you're going to contribute or you're not going to be part of the grid it just is what it is right um <clears throat> so some of us might be right back here again um age i mean so but again it's talking about that whole um taking an active role. Now, that being said, let me just check again and see what uh, Capricorn is, because I think Capricorn is also masculine energy. Y'all just bear with me a little bit here. Let me go back to this history thing. Um, And then I wanted to take, talk about a class that I took and I said I was going to do it and I was trying not to future fake you guys. But let me just check something here real quick, because sometimes I, I get downloads but it even if I wanted to spit it out, it it's not gonna come out because it hasn't fully developed, and I have to honor that. But sometimes I do re- understand that I'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna come on here. I'm gonna tell you guys about the aggressive person that I die." And it's like a couple days, and I'm like, "It's still there, but it hasn't come to, you know, it hasn't been fully developed yet energetically. Like I I I feel it, but I haven't been able to give it life yet. Right. So here it is. So it a Capricorn. Capricornus, Capricornicus. Okay, so, but here's, this is what's interesting. Capricorn is feminine. So we're going to be going from feminine, which is age of Pisces. Age of Aquarius is masculine. Back into feminine, uh, Capricorn. So it says the earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. The uh, water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. These are feminine signs, right? So we're going to be going back, um, kind of alternating back and forth between the ages, between feminine and masculine, right? Um, 
yeah, a lot of us might be like, hell yeah, let's let's definitely come back for that age, right? But again, I feel like um you know what? It could be it could be it could be passive because you're talking about still having queen bees with the collective of us being worker bees, but there's still that harmony that we're because um that we're trying to to bring in harmony, joy, peace right? Um, let me see if I found the article. Okay. So almost two weeks ago, I, y'all know I take personal development classes for the life and health insurance. I'm a licensed life producer, life insurance health producer, right? And I love TF out of them. And you'd be surprised, like as much as we talk about the importance of the policies and what they can do for the families and, and stuff like that. Because you are, in a sense, if you want to run your own business and that type of thing, you have to understand people and you have to understand yourself and you have to hone your leadership skills. And so um, one of my favorite people that um, actually spoke last week, I had heard him for the first time when I started, um, when I re-entered into that sector and I got relicensed and stuff. And so my first time hearing him was this year and I was just listening, listening passively. And so when he came back, oh my gosh, I love everything about his personality. It's an older man and that type of thing. And he likes to talk, but he understands himself and he understands people very emotionally intelligent. But one of the things, and at the time he said it, it kind of aggravated my soul a little bit and... And I think part of when I get aggravated is because it creates uncertainty and I don't know what it's going to mean. But now that I've had time to process it, I think even the message that I'm giving you now is much better than the one that I would have released if I had unleashed it onto the people. Um, oh, And I'm so, I'm trying to look up. Uh, I want to look up the, um, we're probably not, there's a reason. I know it was Warrior Goddess. Age of Aquarius, because it's not look coming up in my search history, and maybe it's open because I have like sixty tabs open. Um, Aquarius, warrior goddess. Let me see if it comes up. Here it is. What is a warrior? What is a goddess warrior? Welcome to the Age of Aquarius. All right, I probably need to keep this page open because we're going to be talking about this. So he was talking about how it's important for us to be aggressive, and I was like, excuse me, what? What? And he's and he, and it was interesting to hear it coming from a male because I don't know, I just feel like it should be part of their nature. But even from him, I started to kind of understand his dynamic. Like you can understand the tenderness behind who he is. Like at the end of the day, he doesn't and, and this kind of low key goes for men too, because it's like, what if y'all really just don't want to exert your masculinity and, and you have to fight what is there. I don't think there's anything wrong with masculinity. I think there's a, there's a problem with toxic masculinity and you have people that are really in demonic um, frequencies that are, you know, like, because the thing, the, the thing about the devil energy is that it, it, it lies or it gives you half truths. And one of the things about state Satan in the Bible, y'all know, I grew up Orthodox Christian, whatever, but um, the devil stayed lying and he stayed giving half truths. Like remember the time when, um, Jesus was in the desert and he had been fasting for 40 days and the devil was just kind of like, 
throw yourself down, you know, and save yourself and like turn the stone to bread. Could he do it? Yes. But like, you're only speaking half truths. And at the same time, it was manipulation behind it. Because if he responded to Satan, it's like, you are not the boss of me. And it's one of those things like, I think we have to understand too, just because we can doesn't mean we shouldn't. Okay. So what was happening is, so this guy was saying that, um, you have to be aggressive and if you, it, and your family depends on it. So you might, and so I think that the word that he really meant was assertive. God bless his soul. He's a, he's an older man. He's well into his retirement, but still active. He still loves what he does. He loves to interact with people. He's good at what he does. He's helped a lot of families. I think I wrote it down. He's helped over 1.6 million families. And when you think about um, the benefits of life insurance, we hear so many stories, you know, so many stories of how it has helped so many families. And I try not to put too much of that on on you guys, you know. Um, same thing with the trading. I, I created a separate channel for that, so I'm not inundating you guys with all of like the stuff that comes with that. But, um, and so he said, you know, I realized that I had to become aggressive because if I wasn't aggressive, my family wouldn't be able to eat. And I think the word that he was trying to use was assertive, right? And it made, because he's talking to both men and women and it gave me an aha moment at that time, but I think it means something a little bit more different to me now. Um, and so it kind of in the, in the two, in the, in the past two weeks, it kind of meant to me like, okay, I understand the, I'm going to say assertive person, right? I understand the assertive male and female now. And I understand that when, cause I, I talked about this, I said, wow, that means we're going to have more of a rise in assertive women because, if women have to feed their families and they don't have the support of the male, you're going to have the rise of assertive women. And that can come if, if a woman has to show up in a certain way because she has a family to feed and she has to take care of shit like a lot of us are going to be taken aback and it could be a little bit uncomfortable energy, right? Especially if we're thinking like femininity is like soft and communal and delicate and can be ran over or run through or stepped on or, you know, trepidated on and that type of thing. And I didn't feel comfortable with that. Um, but I and so I was just like, oh, my gosh, we're going to have to be prepared to deal with the rise of those of you who've been with me. Remember, I was like, I'm going to talk to you about the rise of the aggressive person right those of you who've been with me and and I was going to talk about the rise of the aggressive female right so um it felt uncomfortable because I was like wow a lot of us women are going to be trying to work with other women that are aggressive and and we're not used to dealing with that kind of energy right and but here comes the healing part here comes this woman um her page is warriorgoddess.com and she's a blogger um her name is Diana Esperanza and um if you get a chance to go back to the last podcast and and listen to it um 
I don't usually send you back to my other stuff because I feel like I am able to synthesize information and give you what's more important and keep moving forward. But this, that, that podcast, um, I read her whole um, blog. This one is one for the ages, for real, the way she's able to lay everything out. <clears throat> and so then you have this... Um, uh, you know, ahead of her time, the goddess warrior. Okay, well, a lot of us use that spiritual language like, you know, a divine feminine, a goddess or a warrior goddess or that type of a thing, right? So that that helped me kind of fully understand, okay, how do I um, uh, um, identify that this woman is in her goddess warrior element which is very very synchronous with age of aquarius okay and i i even though i was celebrating before like me being my whole trinity being feminine um i i might i this is something that i might struggle with right this is something that i might struggle with how do i become how do i how do i and it's so interesting because um because of my life stages and life phases, mo- I was mostly in my masculine energy, and it I um I actually I don't want to use the word because other people use it um but I I I got myself into where I got uh, fatigue or it wasn't congruent with who I was, and so you're gonna experience kind of like I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it like burnout, right? But. I've noticed and I and I needed it for the time that I did that I was able to switch over because of the pandemic to my more feminine side and balance that side out and my creative side and more into my heart space. Um, but I'm being called to like, okay, let's balance it out. You need your yin and your yang. And so how do you get an empowered heart? How do you go from having action to having courage, right? How do you go from being empowered to having empowered heart, okay? And men are going to have to do that for themselves too. I think that, um, uh, you know, maybe for them, it's always been warrior, warrior, warrior. And, you know, it, it, it was warrior in Age of Pisces, even though it was a feminine trait. But I think if you're going to talk about the lower vibrational side of the the god, the, the warrior god in the ages, the lower vibration, which a lot of us have been <laughs> misfortunate to deal with, is the cowardly lion, right? Because we're talking about Regulus. Regulus, um, she ta- Regulus is one of these... Um, Stars is 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 called the guiding star of human of evolution in the heart of the lion. So for men, the way that it looked like was the cowardly lion, right? In age of Pisces, even though it, it has its patriarchal infrastructure and everything like that, you had these men who are they say that being a masculine is too tough, it's too difficult, and they're not up to the challenge. And so if they were struggling before, you're hella going to be struggling in age of Aquarius because women are becoming more quote unquote masculine. But I want you to hear this again, because it's going to definitely make more sense 
with, with that like elucidation, when you start to understand, um, the whole article was just so beautiful. But when you listen to this part here too, um, just bear with me, right? Let's, let's jump back into it. So it says, the goddess is the form of a, the warrior, embodiment of the virtues, right? Because we're talking a little bit about Vir Virgo too. Um, Virgo has to do with virtues, but the feminine, which is Virgo is also a feminine, a feminine, not just in sex, but in terms of its traits. What are the virtues of a woman, right? Remember we talked about yesterday how love is not phallic. It is a mother's breast, right? Um, and so what are the virtues of her mother? Like, even when I think of my mom, she wants all of us kids to get along, <laughs> right? And she wants peace in her household and cleanliness and abundance. And she wants there to be like intellect and all that. What are the virtues that we put forth? But then she says, embodiment of the virtues of courage. <laughs> That's the masculine part. Heart-centered right action. Right? So a lot of like men, they've been having the action, but how do you become heart-centered? Because if you take off your hair weave and makeup, what is really in your heart? Because you can't be out here still trampling on women, brutalizing women, not advocating for women. That's you're you're just moving out of action, you're not moving out of heart centered action. So that means you're still going to have to do your shadow work. If you didn't do it before, you definitely need to do it now. Right? Because the virtues of the feminine are peace, harmony, and joy. Right? It says, who stands her ground, sets clear boundaries, courageously forges her own path. And this is why I was saying yesterday that I think that we are codependent you have, you're going to have people who are going to excel and people who are in low vibrational. So age of Pisces, you had this, um, codependency where you wanted head of household. And that makes so much sense because age of Pisces has to do with spirituality and religion. And the religion is the one that says, um, the male is the head of household. So if you have, if you turn your life over to the male and you depend on him to, set out what's going to be the life for you and, and for him, right? Age of uh, Aquarius is, is you courageously forge your own path. So you can't go into age of Aquarius trying to be codependent, trying to marry and hitch on to a rising star. You become the rising star. You forge your own path. And it's so, it's so validating to women too, because if you ever thought that you didn't have value, no, we need everybody to create their own, to trailblaze their own paths. Because if you don't, no one else is going to do it. Age of Pisces, we could get away with it because you had a whole bunch of carbon copies, right? You have a whole bunch of this type of person and replicating the same thing over and over and over and a bunch of sheep thinking, right? But now it's like you're being called to be an independent person in your own right. Like even when you think about where we're going age of Aquarius, I mean age of Capricorn, you have bees that they're going to go to all different parts. So some that do fruits, some that do um, vegetables, some that pollinate um, trees, some that pollinate um, flowers, right? You have... Uh, 
one of the resorts I go to, it's very beautiful. And you, you had the bees that would come and they would just go back and forth, back and forth getting water, right? And then you have the bees that focus on what's happening in the home, taking care of the newborn baby ones, right? Then you have the ones that are producing the, the honey and then you have the ones that are um, protecting the queen, the army. So you, you gotta be well-rounded. Like it's a different um, embodiment of collective, right? We, we are exploring collective themes of how we interact collectively. We are exploring themes of what it means for the masculine, themes of what it means for the feminine. And they're still cohesive, but you, it kind of comes out a little differently. Let me try to push through this a little bit more. Carves her own path. Uses her sword and discernment to cut through any self-limiting beliefs or conditioning. Right? Which is very appropriate, especially after Age of Pisces, because Age of Pisces was very much about like top down, they're telling you, you know, things that limit you, things that confine you, things that condition the way that you think. So now you get to cut through all that bullshit and just be like, nah. I um there's a song uh I think a lot of us have played it back in the but it's like I am feminine, I am masculine, I am everything you need. And she goes on through all this like beautiful verses of just being able to embody so much more, right? And then here it goes on to say, um, like a Virgo, which means the a woman whole unto herself, right? A lot of us think that we need a partner. It's and if you want a partner, there's nothing wrong with that. But how can you be whole unto yourself? Right? The warrior woman, warrioress is a woman who asks, who am I? Not who, uh, who am we? Who are we? You know, um, who am I? Takes the first and second step to, to find the answer. She holds nothing back and stands down to no one. She is courage embodied, unafraid to look deep within herself, to walk through the darkness, to bring light to the shattered. Let's not be selfish anymore, y'all, because a lot of us are being selfish. And I, I kind of like low-key, if the men are self-centered, I that's fine. But a lot of women, uh, us women are showing our asses. We're not able to think of the collective, even including myself. I, I'll never forget the conversation that we had about McDonald's. And to be quite honest, I was like, if I if that was my child, I would want my husband or my baby daddy, Right. To make sure that my son or daughter was taken care of and that they, you know, I don't care if the other kids, you know, if their parents didn't make sure that they could wear, you know, whatever or experience certain things. I need to protect my family unit. And listening to the other women is kind of like, oh, baby girl, you need to kind of like learn how to um, share with other people, be empathetic to other people, how to... Um, what was the word that she said here too? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We were talking about to bring light to other people that are shattered, right? Right? And so that was part of the healing process of myself. But we, myself too, we have to learn how to like think outside of ourselves. Yes, some of us have been fortunate to be blessed with certain things, but how do we reach back? How do we make sure that other young ladies have a fighting chance? How do we make it a better world for them? To bring light to the shattered, the forgotten. I think it's it's not even forgotten is actually being nice, ignored. Cause to forget means that you that that you were aware, like that you kind of 
just they you know out of sight out of mind which is also just as bad right just because they're out of sight sight means that they're out of mind but you're also ignoring them you you're ignoring their plight okay and it says to bring light to the shattered forgotten and shunned aspects right um it says she's here to facilitate wholeness so your action is contributing right facilitating is is a uh, it's a feminine, which is so interesting because we talk a lot about like the help meet, you know, um, and how we um, are expected to show up and to contribute, right? To facilitate wholeness. So we go from being passive and we go from being active to facilitating wholeness. Regeneration, standing in our source of true strength and power. And I think that it's so interesting because when we think of feminine, we don't think of um, strength and power, but we stand in our own, excuse me, source of true strength and power. The strongest women, any woman who has given birth, and I've seen the labor stories, okay? These are the strong women, okay? They are not to be fucked with, Okay? For real, for real. I have like the utmost respect for them. I've never experienced childbirth, but the cramp pains are enough for me. <laughs> okay. But I feel like um, the, there's so much power that comes behind giving birth. Women have t- have said this before too. Like once you give birth, your, your level of power and strength goes to a whole other level. A whole other level. And some way, somehow we've kind of allowed it to be shamed and bashed, but now you can step into your true source of strength and power. And even when you think about, remember how we're talking about love is the woman's breast. It's like you go to any extent to make sure that your child is taken care of, provided for, you know, you become mama bear and you, you, you know, mama lion, and you're so protective of your cubs. And it's like, that's where your power lies. That's where your strength lies. And we get beat up for that. But this is what our society needs today. We were talking a little bit earlier about what is the assertive woman. And a lot of times, a lot of us were so codependent that we were depending on the head of household to do it. And we were depending on, you know, kind of just taking the backseat road and going to other jobs and expecting them to, you know, type of thing. And it's like, no, now you can really fight for what it is that you really want be aggressive because if you are assertive because if you're not your family's not going to be able to eat be that warrior goddess and if we're fighting for justice we're fighting for peace we're fighting for harmony we're fighting for joy those are the things that are worth fighting for and that's in it it's like giving yourself a reason to really push for those things right so it says um at this moment in time, we're experiencing significant shifts in our consciousness, right? So it's okay. Like if some of you kind of feel like, yeah, you know what? I've been kind of like a little bit behind. I haven't been as conscious. I've been self-conscious as opposed to other conscious. I haven't been contributing. That's okay. Uh, shift with us. Shift with us. And um, I definitely have womb space for people who are trying to like grow and expand their, their, their consciousness, right? I don't want you to be left behind and it's possible. And we're all doing it. Some of us can do it and leap some bounds and some of us in baby steps, but moved shift, right? 
And it says we're experiencing shifts, significant shifts in our consciousness, which is facilitated by the evolution of humanity. Right? Facilitated. So I talk about how, like, even with the planetary placements, even with uh, a lot of things are right now are going in retrograde and your life is being turned upside down. I, the same way I saw this happen a couple years ago, I see it now. Uh, another one of my uh, content creators, she has shifted from like spirituality back to religion. This is the second time I've seen it in, with content creators um, where, and, and, and that's okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, she just started talking about God and I'm like, okay, you know what? I've seen this before, especially with the whole, so many retrogrades and planet, uh, re- planets in retrograde. It was bound to happen. And I talked about this before too. When I was going through all the planets that are in retrograde, I'm like, some of these people that are on here um, being spiritual, they're going to switch back to religion. But you're also going to have people that were from religion switching over to um, spirituality. But all of these planetary placements are to help facilitate for us to prepare for expansion. Um, We have beautiful energy going into 2024 for the, um, with Jupiter, Jupiter is going into, into Taurus. Um, if I if I remember correctly, right, that is some amazing energy. Jupiter is just amazing energy. I mean, has amazing energy in and of itself, right? And so that is prompting us to travel, to become more cultured, right? We talked about that, how um, that that um, combination of Jupiter in um, Taurus, which is coming in, I think, December, and but we won't really feel it until May of 2024, how to be more cultured, how to express ourselves with other people, how to become more diverse, right? So if it's talking about facilitating the evolution of humanity, it's helping us to, be, to work more cohesively as a collective, right? And it says, and is directed by divine order. She goes on later in the article to talk about how the planets, it's not, here it is. The cosmos is not just a map of objects. It's not just planets or mysteries in space. The cosmos is a map of our destiny. We were preordained to walk into this type of stuff. Right? It says we are here for a purpose and this is becoming clear to us. When we read the stars, we are shown the way. We are transitioning into our sovereign destiny. We are becoming goddess warriors. Right? Or I guess it would be like warriorist. There was one more um, paragraph I wanted to read from here, right? She says, it's time for the divine feminine to rule with right action. And some of us are not ruling with the right action. We're ruling with lower vibrational action, right? So we have some course correction to do there too, with right to rule. And that is so cool because I talked about, I haven't said this for so long. But I, I did several podcasts where I'm like, Divine Feminines, get ready to ascend your throne. Are you ready? A lot of us have been in that like Esther phase where we've been going through the beautification, the resting, the schooling, you know, and we're getting ready to ascend the throne. And when you ascend the throne, it's game time. Let me be your ruler, right? You can call me Queen Bee and baby, I'll rule let me be that fantasy. Oh. oh, oh, right. Rule with right action. Step into your power. Funny thing is, 
a lot of us have been talking about stepping into your femininity. This one's saying like step into your power, yo. That's what that that's <laughs> that's what that is. And yeah, they're gonna keep they're gonna continue to call us masculine. But that that's probably gonna be the age of Aquarius compliment for real. If they're out here calling you masculine, just make sure that it's right and that you have to kind of center yourself to make sure that you take pride in that. When they're calling you out here masculine, yeah, step into your power, rule with right action from the heart for the benefit of the collective that is tired of suffering, tired of chasing and seeking peace, harmony, and joy. Hell yeah, am I masculine? Age of Pisces, age of Aquarius is masculine power. And if you can't, if you are masculine, become even more masculine. And so I say that because if I was kind of, and I've been both sides, but I think like there's that balancing that has to happen, right? Uh, again, I have to recalibrate, kind of recalibrate and readjust and and get my my focus right. Um. Hell yeah. Stepping into my power. Take that like as a, um, sometimes people tell us things and we, they're telling us and they think it's supposed to be a, a backhanded, it, you know, uh, it's supposed to, to, um, like slander you or to, nah, hell yeah. Own that. Be like, hell yeah. I'm ruling with right action from the heart. To benefit the collective. So yeah, if you're saying I'm more ask, masculine, I'm aligned with the energies um, that come with Age of Aquarius. And you should become more masculine too. And you need to work from your heart space. I don't have all the answers for men. I, I don't. If it comes up and it comes to me, I will talk about it. But it's not. that's not my space or not, not my focus or concentration right now, you know. Um. So it says here... Um, your heart and your soul know the truth. They know what the stars have shown us. That it's time for the goddess warrior to bring balance back to humanity. And But how can we bring balance back to humanity if we're not balanced within ourselves? Okay? Balancing the masculine and feminine like that. Recalibrating. And you know, for when I recalibrating is one of my all-time favorite words. Y'all know I have... Nuance is another one of my favorite words too. But recalibrating is kind of like when you're kind of like trying to find the right fit. And so there is some going back and forth action that happens until it it just makes sense. And so even before we go back into another feminine um, age of Aquarius, uh, age of Capricorn, this phase to me is the recalibration, because even when you think of recalibrating, you're moving it right. Feminine energy stands still. So age of Pisces is kind of like we were, we, us women had a chance or we were just like, you know, what, we're going to need a break. I'm going to have to check what age we were in before the age of um, Pisces. Um, but we're obviously running out of time on this podcast. But, but we went from like just being at a standstill and sitting behind the scenes and being passive to now there's a calibration or, or calibration or recalibration. So there's going to be moving back and forth action before we go back into um, feminine energy, which is that passive, passive passivity again, but it's going to be healthier passiveness, like empowered heart, like um, 
working, but working to the collective. Whereas before it's just kind of like the men were doing all the work, the men were doing everything. And we were kind of just literally stuck at home resting in our femininity. Whereas now we get to step into our power. And then when we step into our power, we go into age of Capricorn where we're working, we're good at what we do and we are thriving, right? Um, let me see, says here. So it's time for the goddess warrior to bring balance back to humanity. And if your mind wants to get in the game, then let it ruminate on the story of the mystical message. Oh, and so she talks about this, um, the, 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 um, a mystical message that was sealed and kept secret until such a time as was right for its unveiling in the year 2000, right? So that was unveiled in 2000. She wrote this blog in 2000 and... 20. She wrote it November 11, 2020. If y'all are into like those type of portals, 11, 11, 2020. I, I, I see you, girl. I see you. Um, and so the message was, it says, um, and, and so it was a Latin phrase, porcarium leonis insignio vergines and sortatatem stellarum te salvamos. And it translated, it means in the heart of the lion. In the sign of the Virgin Virgo, the sisterhood of the stars. I'm definitely keeping this tab open for a hell of a long time because we're going to be in this energy for a minute. Sisterhood of the stars, y'all. And if there's, and, and you know, we talk about as above, so below. So you, if you, I talk about what energy is going to thrive and what energy is going to have a hard time moving forward. If it's written in the stars, and this is a, a map of our destiny. As above, so below. If we, if there's sisterhood in the stars, we need to learn how to have sisterhood here on earth. And if you're contradictory to that, you might, you know, you're not going to make it. Or you're going to have a very hard time. As above, so below. So if there's sisterhood in the stars, there must be sisterhood in the, in the, um, below. So we got to figure this ish out. And, it, this is not the time for us to be bashing warrior goddesses either. I was a little bit uncomfortable with it, but I understand it. You know, I I I have come to understand and respect it. When I'm done here, I'm gonna go to the um. I'm gonna go pull out my um goddess deck. I have two or three, and I I um y'all just bear with me because I have my calling and I have my time when I am supposed to release it and. I haven't done oracles for a long, long time, but it is time. <laughs> so I'm going to go and I'm going to bring them here into my, into my bedroom and when, uh, and we'll see what it means for me to start. I think we, these are conversations we need to revisit and we need to revisit what are healthy examples of warrior goddess, right? What does it look like for us? right? Allow our minds to ruminate. And so it says, in the heart of the lion, Regulus, in the sign of the virgin Virgo, the sisterhood of the stars. And again, Virgo talks is very huge on virtues. There's virtue in sisterhood, right? We haven't been very virtuous with each other. Well, I've been giving examples about how we've been going at each other's jugulars, 
when we need to be in harmony. And yeah, that means we're going to have some fighting wars with each other, but let's work towards a common goal or a common understanding for the better good of the collective, you know? The virgin, the sisterhood of the uh, sisterhood of the stars and sisterhood of the rose which is the divine feminine. I'm remembering there's a, a um, in my Oracle deck, I, I, I will know it when I see it, but when I think about the divine feminine and the rose imagery that she's using, it's like it comes right to my mind. Um, I'll, I'll, when I see it, I will tell you all what it was that I saw. And it says, and this will save you. All right. She says, in my own awakening as the embodiment of the goddess warrior, I'm aligning to this purpose, to the path of self-mastery, personal leadership, and empowerment, both in myself and others. Okay? Um, Self-mastery, remember there was a, I've done podcasts on this too, about what does it mean to develop mastery? And this is just like even a message for me too, because y'all know I'm I'm, uh, wanting to... I am on track to, you know, be a trader. I'm understanding it's going to, it can take me anywhere from two years to five years. And, and I'm documenting the process. Okay. I'm 30, 30 days in Monday will be the 31st day of me showing up and understanding and having clarity and focus or whatever. But anything that you're going to develop mastery in, you're looking at at least 10,000 hours. Okay. I think the oracles are going to help and just send me love and light because um, it, I, if I fail you in doing the oracles, I'm that's that's no, no, naughty. Right. I have my Jonah moment. But um, I think that we need to kind of figure out what it is that that looks for us, because whatever it is we're doing, Age of Aquarius, you're looking at 10,000 hours of developing that self mastery. Right. Putting in those 10,000 hours, if you haven't already now, to start doing it now. If you haven't before, to start doing it now. Some of us are going to be ahead of others, more so of others, to develop that self-mastery. Okay? Personal leadership. You know, we talk about um, head of the home and uh, submitting to to a man to do that. No. What about our personal leadership? Forging our own path. Right. And empowering both ourselves and others. A lot of the times, like even when we're talking about these uh, comments, it's one thing if you're moving from an empowered state. But if you're not empowering other people to be strong, that there's there's something wrong with the message. Even when you go back and listen to my other stuff, like within the last couple of days, those women were moving from a place where they're not wanting to empower other women because of their ego. So they're empowered. But there's no sisterhood there and there's no, um, or right now we're in like a toxic sisterhood state. And then they're not, they're not thinking outside of themselves, right? Because one of the, the lower vibrational stuff about this that we're in is that it's your self-conscious as opposed to being other conscious or fully conscious or, or that type of thing. So I'm almost out of time. Um, I want to come back to this word, empower. Um, and it says... Um, a way to honor, to lead, guide, and facilitate empowering transformation in other women, right? So we're definitely going to come back to this. Um, whew, that's this, this is Sunday morning, y'all. 
All right, y'all. I hope that you were blessed by this message. My messages have been getting longer. I usually like to keep them 30 minutes, but this was just so freaking good. And now I'm hungry. Um, So let me go start my day and I'll probably come back in and check in with y'all later. Until the next time, be blessed. All right. Okay. Love you. Bye.